Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board certified physicians who can prescribe FDA approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Down the block, Andrew Gunn. Inside for Elba. Elba will score. Elba will score. Newcastle and one. A massive week for Supercoach in Round 5, and I'll touch on this more with the Whisperer later in the week. But I've had a lot of people asking me uh, to give a better insight into my Classic team each week. Obviously, Classic isn't my main thing, but uh, I will keep you updated every week on this podcast, along with my draft team, how my Classic side went. Uh, Pretty good week for me this week. Uh, I've been doing all right, just slowly working my way up those rankings. Uh, I normally tend to start off all right. It's normally the back end where I shit the bed in Classic. So we'll see how it plays out. On the weekend, I got 1,287. Uh, obviously, captained Pappy, uh, which was sensational. A lot of people did, though, so didn't really make any huge gains there. Um, my season rank, I went up 619 spots. So at the moment, I'm 1,000. 273. So I'm just out of that 1,000 mark. Hopefully I can jump in there next week. That'd be sensational to be in the top 1,000 or so. Uh, I think the Whisperer, he's about 100 spots in front of me. He's about 1,190. So we'll talk to him later in the week, but good if both of us could jump into the top 1,000 next week. Um, some of you would have heard the podcast that I did last week with my mate Cozzy, who came on. He was ranked 28th last week. Uh, the updates just came in today, and uh, Lockout finished. He's actually ranked third now, so third out of 130,000. Sensational for him. He's got a baby coming this week, so uh, it's going to be a busy week in his household. I was saying to him the other day, I, I don't know what it mean more, having your kid or being number one at the end of next week. It could be really, really special, really exciting for him. But yeah, as I said, almost in the top 1,000 there, so that's sensational. Uh, draft-wise, this week. Obviously, it was um, always going to be an interesting week for me. Cody Walker, he was obviously my first draft pick, as I've said a few times. Uh, He was suspended this week. So without Cody Walker... To be honest with you, my team has sort of struggled as it is. I'm sort of a bit of a project at the moment. But without Cody Walker, I, I sort of thought, geez, I'm going to be in trouble here. The guy I was facing has Nathan Cleary as his first pick. Um, and dare I say, it was probably the best week possible to play Nathan Cleary. I said that before a ball was kicked last week. Up against the Canberra Raiders, it's always a tough matchup. And um, it proved to be just that. It was really tough for Cleary. Uh, he's the absolute king of scoring junk points at the end of the game. And I wasn't shocked in the slightest when he took the intercept at the end. Didn't surprise me at all. Um, So he got a couple of extra points there, and at that point, I sort of thought, oh, I might be in a little bit of trouble here. Um, But I managed to come home with a win. It came down to the updates. I think I ended up winning by 14 points, and... um 
yeah, I ended up having to captain Luciano Leilua. Uh, I took a big punt on him, and when the Cowboys were mounting all those points in the first 25 minutes, I thought I was in serious Barney rubble, but he uh, scored a try off a kick, laid on another one, got a score of about 84 or so, which was sensational. He's also a guy I've got in my classic team. He's been a bit of a pod for me, so uh, fantastic to see him get the job done there for me. Uh, I won 816 to 804, so a 12-point win there. Sorry, not a 14-point win. 12-point win in my draft side. Uh, had a couple of try scorers. Isaka, he obviously crossed on Thursday night. That was a really good start. Tommy Dearden, a guy I've spoken about for a number of weeks to you guys, uh, really had a pretty average game. His team didn't really fire a shot after the first 20, 25 minutes. And Tommy Dearden, he still racked up 40 points, uh, and he came off with 10 minutes to go. So, um, you know, 10 minutes at the end there where he could have put on some more points as well. We've seen Milford's been dropped this week, so... Looks like Tommy Dearden, he'll probably play 80 minutes. I think he's definitely been the best ball player at that club over the last few weeks. So Tommy Dearden, a good little one. Uh, when I saw the news of AFB potentially being out for the season, I spoke to Peter O'Sullivan. He said, look, I reckon it's going to be about four months. So I don't think it's season ending, but I saw an opportunity there. And Kane Evans is a guy that I've always had uh, big tickets on. I played him when I was younger. And he's one of those guys that I remember when, when he was 15, he was about the same size he is now, but he really wasn't that impressive. Uh, then the Harold Matthews season came along and all of a sudden Kane Evans just exploded. He was playing for the Roosters. He was playing unbelievable footy there, but 12 months before that, and if you are a young footballer listening, Kane Evans is a great example. The club that he played for, the Mascot Jets, they had two teams that an A and a B. And I remember playing him in the B side. Uh, and then a year later, he's playing Harold Matthews. Then he goes on to play first grade. Uh, re- really incredible what Kane Evans has done with himself. So he's a guy that I've always had high hopes for. And especially Supercoach-wise, his output is unreal. Uh, that was his first game back this week. He had an injury in the preseason. It was a bit of a worry. I saw him play last week. The Warriors sent him to the Newcastle Knights to play reserve grade. He played in the back row there. We ended up playing about 50 minutes or so. So I like the look of that. And then when AFB uh, was announced as injured, and he looks like he was in trouble, I grabbed Kane Evans. So he, he was a bit of a gamble for me. Um, and, of course, you all know, I spoke about Paseca last week, how I just couldn't watch him do it anymore. And, of course, the week I drop him, he absolutely explodes, Taniel Paseca. I think he scored 70 in 30 minutes without a try. So really impressive from Paseca. That one really stung me. Kane Evans got about 30 points. So... It's a bit of a hold. I'm just going to see how it plays out over the next few weeks. If there's, There are only one or two injuries away in that forward pack from Kane Evans being really relevant. And these are guys that I talk about all the time as project players. Uh, you hold these guys because they have the potential to be really good. And I think Kane Evans is one of those with a couple of injuries. Uh, Heimel Hunt had a pretty poor defensive game. He's in my side as well, a guy that I've always really liked, especially on the left side for the Newcastle Knights. That's perfect Caelan Ponga territory. Um... KP didn't really get much clean ball, though, so weren't many opportunities for Heimel Hunt. He did have a line break, and I think he set up a try for KP, funnily enough, in the back end of the game there. So that got him to 57. Heimel Hunt's another little pod that I've got in my classic team as well, so I got him in my draft and my classic. Two guys that I really like, Heimel Hunt and Luciano Leilua. So he got me 57. That was great. Uh, Last week, I took a big gamble on the waiver wire. I had Benny Hampton, a guy I've liked for a long time, but decided there was a better opportunity out there. Picked up Jake Averillo. Now, this is a guy that a lot of people will bag that pick up. A lot of people laughed and whatnot, and that's fine. But based off what that guy showed last year, he's got some serious potential over Rillo. And playing against the Melbourne Storm, he scored 90 points. So it was a really good pickup for me. I'm not expecting that each and every week, but he's one of these X-Factor guys that with a good run, he really can do anything. And the thing that I like most about Avarillo, as I said, the draw is incredibly 
important. And whenever you're picking up a player, whenever you're, you know, looking at a trade or whatever it might be, you need to be having a look at their team's draw. And most importantly, you need to be looking at their team's draw at the back end of the season. Now, I had a look at Canterbury's. In the finals, Supercoach finals, they're going to play the Warriors, Newcastle, Manly, and the Tigers. I think that is going to be perfect for Jake Avrillo. I think there's going to be some points scored there by him. Uh, They're all afternoon games as well, each and every one of them. So it's going to be a dry track, hopefully. And hopefully he can score some points. So Avrillo, he's a guy that I picked up sort of thinking, oh, This might cost me a few points this weekend, but I really like him in the long run. He can only get better. And thankfully, I think he crossed for two tries, scored 90 points. So sensational for Avrilo. Might have scored one. Uh, Very impressive performance. Remus Smith, in a game that I I actually vice-captained this guy, hoping that he might crash over for a couple of tries. Um... Melbourne were pretty impressive over Canterbury for the most part of the game. Remus Smith, he just wasn't really involved in many of those attacking plays. He didn't cross the stripe himself. He set his winger, George Jennings, up a few times, so that got him to 59. I haven't had a look at his base stat line there yet, but I'm sure it would have been strong. And I'm really excited for when Branko Lee does return to this side. Hopefully he goes to right center, Remus Smith to the wing, and we'll start to collect more points off the back of that. I think he's more of a winger than a center, and I think as he returns to the wing, Remus Smith, you'll start to see more and more kicks going out to him. Siwa Takiyaho scored 66 for me. Another impressive performance from him at the Roosters. Um, this is a game I, I considered captaining him, but I thought I was going to need more points, and thankfully I didn't go for him. Just left him there. Still scored well. Same as Victor Radley with a 43. Radley just warming to his task. Still excited to see how he goes for the rest of the year. Matty Moylan with a 44. I thought Matty Moylan did very little against the Roosters. Still scored 44 points, so absolutely stoked with that for Moylan to pick up that many points. As I said, Luciano Lelora, a big score there. Nathan Brown, this is a guy I've been talking about for a number of weeks that he's he's very close to some attacking stats and he put uh, Isaiah Papali'i over for a brilliant try. So 72 points for Nathan Brown there. That went a lot way, a long way to deciding my game. Andrew McCulloch with his normal 56, 60 odd. Uh, always consistent there, Andrew McCulloch. Blake Laurie was my big worry. Only got 22 points. Uh, sort of went off at the went off at during the first half, and I don't think he came back. I wasn't watching it heaps closely. I have to have a look, but I don't think he came back. So a bit of a worry there with Blake Laurie, especially with the rumors around Josh McGuire returning there over the next few weeks. So something I've got to watch for. Now the guy that I versed, Jem, one of my one of my best mates, um, feel a little bit sorry for him. Uh, a couple of things didn't go his way this weekend, and one in particular, and I want you to consider that we lost. I won this game by twelve points. Uh, he had Tariq Sims who got sin-binned, so that's minus 10 points, and that's also 10 minutes of game time that you don't get to score points in. So dare I say, if Tariq Sims wasn't sin-binned, uh, without a doubt, he probably wins this game. So a really tough one there coming off the Tariq Sims sin-binning. But that's the way that Supercoach goes sometimes. Sometimes it falls your way, sometimes it doesn't. Uh, plenty of times it hasn't fallen my way, but this year so far, it has all gone my way in this comp, which has been fantastic, especially whilst I'm waiting to get my full squad back. So I've been very lucky so far. I'm sitting fourth with a record of four and one, and I think I've scored the 11th most points. So struggling a little bit points-wise, but I've got a lot of cattle to come back, and I've been lucky I've had a really good draw. I've had the second least amount of points scored against me. Um, but you've got to take advantage of your luck that you get sometimes in super coach. and I'm just building for the back end of the season, building for finals footy. Hopefully then Cody Walker's hitting his straps. Um, I think I've got a lot more to offer out of my side. There's a lot more improvement to 
uh, to come from them and plenty of guys still in this waiver wire that I've got my eye on. So plenty of opportunities still to come. But as I said, starting with the amount of injuries I had, whether it's Bloor, Talakai, um, Katoni Staggs, these sort of fellas, all of them still to come back into this side, which is really exciting. Uh, it's starting to heat up and to have a four-on-one start, pretty exciting for me. Hopefully I can uh, launch a big assault at the back end of the season. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.